Best friendhood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friendhood. Mr. Who's the boss? That's what it was, right? Yeah. Huh? I'm just answering my own question over here. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, we're good. You're talking about that video that we just watched. His channel's name is Mr. Who's the Boss. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he misspells it. Okay. I'm done making my notes. I'm ready. Are you? I'm ready. R E D Y. I'm ready. Oh, God. I just bumped my microphone stand like twice. All right. Are you in it? I'm in it. All right. This Let's would go. be this would be me in it. Hey there. Hi there. Hello there. Hello. 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 How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Call my <laughs> Here we go. That's Melissa. And that's Jake. And this is, is Best, Best Friendhood. Friendhood. Hey. Welcome back, friends. Hello, hello. How are you? Hello, hi. Hi. Jacob, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. I feel so happy and full and complete. Are you still full from Thanksgiving? Oh, 100%. <laughs> we made enough food for like 73 people and then I ate all of it. Fair. You are a very tiny human, so I, I'm... But I know how to pack it away, apparently. Girl, excuse you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. So here we are. Uh, part two. Part two. Part two. Of social media. We're getting serious. Super serious. We're talking about, well, the downfalls, the deltas, the negatives, the... The yuck. The yuck and the muck and the guck. Is that a word? Okay. What? Guck? Yeah. You're looking at me like I am crazy. Apparently, yeah, the guck. The guck. Mm-hmm. It's a word. I'm sorry, I questioned you. Well, now I'm honestly questioning myself. <laughs> of social media. Oh, Gucky. boy, howdy. That's a meism. <laughs> that is a meism. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's funny to hear from you. Oh, man. We have a lot. I mean, I'm. I'm... Guck. From Merriam-Webster, the meaning of guck is oozy, sloppy, dirt, or debris, broadly, goo or gunk. Guck. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> Mire, muck, mud, ooze, slime, slop, sludge, slush. Anyway, things and So stuff. it is a real word. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hey, before we get started. Yeah. Because wholeheartedly, it feels like it's been forever since I've seen you. I know. Because we recorded our last episode before Thanksgiving. Correct. The Friday before Thanksgiving. Right. And we had to end that one very abruptly. We did. And you and I actually have not seen each other nope. since that Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, days. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's been, t you're very much faster at math than I. <laughs> 10 whole days. I think that's the longest stretch that we've had. In like two years, Correct. I would say. Correct. Because when you came over today, my heart went. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you, my friend. My heart did the same thing and went. 
I've got so much to tell you in just 10 days. I didn't even do anything for four of those days. Uh, Not much either. But what was funny tonight is when you and I were just gently catching up, I think I laughed harder than I've laughed in the last 10 days. Same. Just being around you. Yeah. And dude, that's something. It is. It is something. So since we've not seen each other for 10 days, I wanted, because you had left on Monday. Right. That's right. Out of state. Mm -hmm. Like flew flew bye-bye away. I was leaving on a jet plane. He was leaving. You guys all know what I was going to do there. Yep. Um, And I had quite the eventful next day that tuesday i haven't told you all of it told you a little bit about my car troubles Mm -hmm. oh my sweet lucy gosh she's been through it she really has she still is it was supposed to be repaired today and obviously it's not because i'm still driving not her correct sorry luce um so i wanted to tell you all about this tuesday that i had so keep in mind, it is the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. and at Which is a hectic day. Already, because like that week, it's everybody's short week. Right. Well, mostly everybody's short week. And not only that, but I was getting ready for two of my coworkers last day mm-hmm. was going to be on that next day, Wednesday. And at my work, it was going to be a half day. We closed at noon. In preparation for... So wait, so you had two co-workers leaving the next day. Correct. Which was also... Huge. A short day. Yes. And I have been working with lot. them for eight years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Over eight oh. years, I had worked with both of them. So not only was I trying to wrap my head around what it's going to be like without two of these people who carry so much space within my heart mm-hmm. and who means so much to my day-to-day life but it's also a holiday week so i'm busting my ass trying to get things done at work where we're at because also the weekend needs to be conquered not just the holiday day and oh friday gosh. afterward of course yeah. so in two full work days you're cramming in four and a half days work mm-hmm. it's, it's that's a lot. It's a oh lot my gosh. on top of itself. And then trying to think of, because the only thing that my work had planned for these two people was to bring in breakfast pizza from a gas station. And they both worked there for years. For eight years. Actually, one of them worked there for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And the person who's in charge of our building mm-hmm. said that I've, I've really been working hard towards a these uh these milestone gifts so once you reach your milestone this is something that uh you know you'll be receiving too and i looked at it it was a 50 dollar gift card to amazon for 10 years of working in one place was a 50 dollar amazon gift card yeah thank you for that face and that silence 10 years Mm -hmm. and knowing how hard this individual worked Mm -hmm. at the beck and call Mm -hmm. of whomever keeping the show running correct and to get a 50 dollar amazon gift card Mm -hmm. not only is that impersonal at this point correct you've worked there for 10 years maybe they should know a little bit about you but uh, also 
$50? Yeah. Really? Yeah. In a gift oh, card? After, I, after, I, just... after we get done recording, I'm going to share with you the rest of the details. They're going to make you fucking seethe. Oh, I already am because I know how hard this person worked. Uh-huh. Works. Oh, it's, I'm not done telling you this story. Oh. Uh, that story. Okay. I'm still continuing this story. Yes, please do. Ready? Okay, so uh, that's where my mind is on this Tuesday. And then as soon as I get done with work for the day, you had left the day before. It's my job as your best friend to go over to your house. You've got to check on my fishies. Well, yeah, and you had messaged me earlier about you had a gnat problem with your potted plants. And I had an idea of how to sequester and solve. Mm -hmm. So that was my original thing is like sequester and solve and feed the fish, you know, conquer and enjoy. So I'm driving there. It's literally eight blocks from my workplace is your home. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm at a stoplight that's halfway in between and I see smoke rolling Mm. out of my hood. What? Of my car which I just bought at the Not end of September. Oh, two months at the ago. very tail end of September. And it's the newest, nicest car I've ever been able to afford. Mm-hmm. And the smell that was emanating from it. Oh, God. Was horrid. It was just like chemical and hot smell. So I make it to your place. Slow rolling those last mm-hmm. four blocks. And I park... Pop my hood. Well, here's the thing. This car is so new, I figure out how to pop the GD hood. Right, because we had to Google just how to open the trunk. I'm sure you had to Google <laughs> yeah, how to open the did. hood. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, pop it, and I see it's like glowing red ember <gasps> hot, this portion of the what inside. And it's smoking. And that's exactly it. I just, I take a video and I send it off to husband. I send it off to friend and I go, so here's what's happening with my car. Oh my God. Anyway, it, it, so grateful for friend who makes happenstances like this, which could be so absolutely detrimental, especially, you know, like if I was planning to drive this vehicle to whatever family celebration, mm-hmm. no longer a viable option. On the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Correct. So I land at your house. That's doing its thing. I just pop the hood. And honestly, I leave it open to like cool down and let the smell out. And I go to your place, check on your fish, try to greenhouse your one potted plant. May I interject? Yeah. Did it work? It worked so well. Did it? I haven't seen a single gnat alive. There are so many dead ones. It worked. Good. So thank you so much for putting that extra yeah. effort in because just like the last time I flew home to not home but flew to see my dad, I had a bug problem. Mm, yes. The morning that I fly to see my dad, inevitably I discover a bug problem and that was this one. And then that sticks in your mind on your vacation and that's not fair to you. No, so thank you so much for fixing my little elephant ear up because she is doing just dandy good there are so many dead gnats yeah and i'm not even sorry about it me a person who really wavers on vegetarianism because i just hate the thought of things dying for me to eat them um i was really happy to see a lot of dead bugs (laughs) 
Thanks, Melissa. <laughs> you betcha. I got you, fam. I got you, fam. <laughs> so once I'm in your home and I get that done, I get a call from a friend who says, hey, do you need a vehicle to drive? And I mm-hmm. went, well, no, I think I'll be fine. And they go, well, until yours gets fixed, you're going to need a vehicle. And I went, yeah, you're right. I will. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll, I'll bring it home. So this person was going to bring a vehicle and they were so willing to like meet me wherever and just said, why don't you just take it home and then I'll come over to your house later and pick mm-hmm. it up. Like no need to try to meet me because then you're going to have to walk somewhere and that seems inconvenient for you when you're trying to be so sweet for me. So made that plan. Once I got done with your place, I slow roll my ass home because Seriously? we're not yeah because we're not that far from each other no, it's less than half a mile yeah less than half a mile make it home park and then i immediately call the roadside assistance number mm-hmm. and at first it's all automated seriously 10 minutes on the phone with automated did i hear you correctly Beep, boop, bop, bop. is your location who do 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 you know like fill mm-hmm. in the blank right yes I'm sorry, I did not hear you. Oh Is your location? No. Yes. Melissa. So after about 10 minutes with automated, it goes, thank you for your information. We will now connect you with a person. When, oh, cool, I'm going to bust inside for a drink real quick. Because thankfully I was able to get this vehicle home. So then after the 10 minutes telling my story to an automated thing, then I have to recite absolutely everything that I just spent 10 minutes telling a machine to a person. And this person was super kind, very, very much so checking in on every piece of information that I was sharing again Hmm. and reciting it back to me to verify that it was correct. Good. I know. I really appreciated that. Yes. Because I've never had to do this before. I've never had to call a towing company to come get my car to take it somewhere mm-hmm. and then figure out what the heck to do next. Right. So I really felt confident about that. And after I got done with that roadside assistance actual person call, I called this auto shop, which, P.S., by the way, I hadn't even had my vehicle back for a week. I'd had my vehicle back for six days. After the last time I took it in to just get the remote start fixed. Which makes me wonder. Well, that's a whole nother Gundam story. Oh, no. Yeah. I can't at this moment. Nope. That's fine. We're not going to get into it. I'm going to take up a half an hour of this podcast just yakking about my own biz. Anywho. So I call the shop and I warn them. I'm like, hey, because the person that answered, I went, oh, hey, girl. Hey, it's me. Uh, just letting you know <laughs> that my vehicle is on a tow truck headed your way. And she went, oh, all right. And I kind of tell her what's going on. And she went, okay, well, you know, we close at five. And I went, oh, I know. So I just figured I would let them do their biz, drop it off, put it in the key box. And I'm going to call you guys tomorrow. And she went, that's exactly what I was going to ask you to do. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. See you. Bye. Make that phone call. Feel confident. Literally just sitting down to chillax for Hotman. And I get a phone call from the towing company that the roadside assistance had called. I'd also gotten a text message prior, but it had given me this address that was certainly not mine, where my car was located. What? 
Yeah, so I got this phone call and he went, hey, this is so-and-so from such-and-such towing. Just wanted to do, uh, let you know that I'm on my way. And I went, oh, perfect. And he went, so it's a rear, veer, rear wheel vehicle. And I went, no, actually, it's an all-wheel. And he went, oh, it uh, says real, rear wheel on here. Well, no, it's an all-wheel. I made sure that they knew that. And he goes, okay, well, I'm going to have to head back to the shop and get a different piece so that we can make that happen. Oh, my and God. And I went, hey, P.S., by the way, is your guys' address this blah, 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 blah? No. Oh, well, that's the text message that I got, and it's certainly not <sighs> where I'm at. And he goes, so where are you at? Because that's where I was told to pick you up at. It was seriously on the opposite side of town, clear out in the country, the address that they were going to send this towing company to. So did they send the same towing company to two different addresses with Think- two different vehicles? No. Thankfully, well, I don't know. Thankfully, he called me because my phone number was attached to this service ticket, Mm -hmm. as they kept calling it. So he called me and I said, well, that's certainly not where I'm at. I've told them time and time, at least three times, twice to an automated machine and one to a person (laughs) that this is my location. It's in front of my home. And I know that you can see that because I gave you my VIN number, which has all of my information attached Mm -hmm. to it. And he goes, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that's not where I was going to be headed. So thanks. I went, thank you. Chilled out for a while, came, got my car hooked up. I felt so bad for this fellow because he had to drive 45 minutes just to take my car to this the closest auto shop that could work on it. Then I gathered a handful of candy and I went, Sir, would you like some candy? candy? Yeah, for the drive. And he went, You're cool. Thanks, though. (laughs) Okay. I'm having heart palpitations just listening to this. Oh my God. We're only part of the way through. So then I'm finally just like at home. Tow truck leaves. It's 30 minutes. Husband comes home. And don't forget, it's right before Thanksgiving. We need to go to the grocery store. So we hop into husband's vehicle, head to the grocery store. I'm getting phone call from a friend who's offering me loaner vehicle, trying to figure out how to facilitate this best, which was super kind and great. Mm-hmm. Also, during this time, earlier in the day and now, I'm getting messages and phone call from my friend who had a medical emergency with her grandparent and a mix up with her vehicle that was waiting at a place while I my head is filled with all of the things and the stuff and how I'm going to be doing things and stuff. And this is while we're in the grocery store. Oh, P.S. By the way, this is for Thanksgiving. So I wrote down everything that I was going to need for the three recipes that we were going to create. Mm-hmm. Guess what I goddamn motherfucking did? Forgot the list. At home. Oh, no. Brought the reusable shopping bags. Well, at least oh, you had those. and because husband brought company work truck home, not his own truck. So we couldn't take company truck because you know, like, it's not business use. I right, wasn't going to allow right. him to do that. Like no. that's, yeah. what if something would happen? Mm-hmm. What if, because listen, my luck this day, something would. So we had to take his old classic out of the garage. What? And we had to drive that, which does not have a trunk because <laughs> no. his woofer system is in there. <laughs> yeah. 
So I bring the reusable bags. I did not bring the GD grocery list. We're standing in the front of the grocery store, and I'm trying to recount in my brain what I just wrote down. And for me, when I'm trying to be in my brain and remembering things, I need a little bit of quiet. Like, I need to be focused. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to be kind. I'll just pull it up. Let me just tell you what I need. And he starts reciting things. And I go, no, not right now. I need to focus. And I think I must have perturbed him or made him slightly, I don't know, uncomfortable because he pouts and walks away from me as I'm standing there with our cart. That's already dysfunction number one. Anyway, I finished writing down what I can remember. The only thing that I forgot was unsweetened applesauce. I had a whole list remembered except for one item, and that was unsweetened applesauce. You could have just bebopped back over to my place. I still have some leftover from from when I made those cookie bars. Listen, you were out of state and in the air flying high. Not on Tuesday. Oh, no, no, you were landed. Uh, so, anywho, going through the grocery store, trying to find all of the things, we run into an old retiree who went, do you remember me? Listen, I get that sentence from kind of a lot of people. Yeah. So, of course, my automatic response is, I think I really do. You know, like with a smile and a joke like elbow nudge. And he went, continued to talk his stories. And I went, oh, this is actually a very important retiree. And I really do remember enjoying him. So there's a whole other thing. But we are on GD time schedule here. So I have to nonchalantly, kindly negate the conversation away from this dear person who I haven't seen in a year and a half. Because I got things to do. And as we're going down more aisles, I get more phone calls from friend giving me loaner trying to say like, hey, I'm almost home. Come on over when you need. And other friend going, just fell. I need, we are, I'm, I have to go out of town. Here's, can you help me with this truck? Also, I, I don't have any way of getting into the house, but if you can go and help and feed the cats, that would be great. So I'm standing in the aisle freaking out. And since I'm on the phone, husband thinks I'm, not paying attention or being helpful, and walks off again. And getting lost in a grocery store that's full, because it is before Thanksgiving. I'm telling you, I was losing my GD mind. Anywho, raining it back in, raining it back in. We continue on with the list. We get the things that we need. We do get ourselves back into the car. We come back home. We finally make it home. We unload all of the things and stuff. Out of the car with no trunk. Oh, and the neighbor's dog wants to come over and hang out. Of course he does, because he is the sweetest, the goodest sweet. boy he who is. also gets in the way perfectly. And then he wants to come into our house as we're bringing groceries into our... It's like, <laughs> sir, you've never been inside of our house. This is not the place and or the time. Yes, he has. We love you. He's never been inside. He's been to the backyard. He's never been inside. Didn't the boys let him in that one time? No, that was the unexpected dog of our friend Red. No, I thought that when flight attendant friend was here and neighbor dog was staring at the cats, I thought the we boys never had to let be... them in. No, no. Oh, I thought they did. No. Okay, never mind. Well, if Please they continue. did, it was certainly when I was not around. I thought that they did. Don't let me stress about that right now. No, I'm in a very no. Stressful Please story. continue. So we get home. We unload. We get seriously. Seven minutes to eat food because then friend is at home with loner. Oh, and ready to like. And we're talking like this is eight o'clock at night. So we need to get over there. Slam some food down. Head on over to friend's house to pick up this card that they're going to lend me. So fantastically kind and grateful. And we get over there. And the one thing that I, to lighten this story a bit, 
This was a few days before Thanksgiving, but I'm telling you, they are the only house on their street with bold Christmas decorations <gasps> outside lit up. And as soon as we get inside, they have a Christmas tree where like the the top ornament is literally askew <laughs> because they got too tall of a tree for their home. I already loved this friend, and I love them even more knowing this. Yes, and they have this sweetest little little daughter, and she was so sweet. They even had a Darth Vader sensi down in the basement. What? And I, I saw it, and I went, hey, Miska, who's this? And she goes, Darth Vader. Oh, my was, God. What? Darth Vader. Smell good. <laughs> Oh my god. And she had so many dinosaurs and so many Harry Potter toys. You would lose your GD mind. Amazing. So this was a nice decompression moment. Mm -hmm. Soon as this got done, got into my loaner vehicle. Then I had to head over to a friend's house who was having family emergencies that I was mm -hmm. telling you about mm -hmm. earlier. Mm -hmm. Head over to her house, which is not far away from ours. And I've been in there before. Of taking care of her cats and stuff. Yes. So um, I just needed to check on the cats, make sure that everything was a-okay. Mm -hmm. And knowing what she was going through, I wanted to tidy up a bit or, you know, do whatever I could to be helpful. Because she wasn't coming home like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a stressful time for her. So, I'd, oh, and also our mixer was over there. Our kitchen mixer. My casserole dish. Oh, I didn't grab that. I Sorry, know. Sorry, boo. I know you didn't. Sorry about that one. <laughs> it's been like three months. I think officially it's hers now. I think that's how <laughs> no, that works. No, no, no. A year perhaps, but do not let it get to that timeline because <laughs> I think that there is that jurisdiction. Um. So anyway, I got done doing that and like I'm already exhausted. So by this time, it's close to nine o'clock at night. <sighs> so I get back in my loader vehicle and I close the door and I can't start it. What? Because I've locked my purse inside oh. of my friend's home. Which she is out of town. Melissa. My cell phone is in there. The car keys are in there. I do not have a spare house key anymore. Because it's locked inside the house. Correct. So, I do not panic. I was so emotioned out that I literally went, okay. And I walked around the perimeter of the house, trying any possible opening that there could be. Didn't find one. So I sit back down. Oh, mind you, I couldn't even have a cigarette at this moment. <laughs> because they're locked inside the house. <laughs> Correct. And I finally go, all right, let's think. And then it hits me like a toilet paper wad from a teenager. Remember what she was talking about when you received her phone call in the grocery store? In her haste, she had told me where a hide -a key was. Oh, my God. Just in passing. She wasn't telling me so that I could use it. She was just telling me in passing. Bless. Now, mind you. This hide key was in a space. You know this friend. There are lots of things and stuff that this mm -hmm. friend has. Mm -hmm. And it was in a space 
where there was no light fixture. And it's nine o'clock. So there's also no sunlight. Melissa had to go in with hands and hope to try to find this key. Continuing. Luck be had, truth be told. Luck be a lady, and I was hers tonight. (laughs) I was thinking to myself, well, in this space where I was told this was, where would be the simplest thing? Mm Mm-hmm. Occam's razor. Turn, and I see some options here. And I feel around. Oh, okay. Tape measure. Pliers. I don't even want to (laughs) know. What's this? You found it. I think this is a thing. I reach in it. (gasps) Spider (gasps) webs galore. Oh, my God. Heebie-jeebie. Freebie-freebies. Lo and behold, found that goddamn motherfucking key. Got myself back in the house. Said hello to the kittens again. Who I'm sure were very confused. Like, you were just here. What are you doing? Do we get more food? And I went, I'm going to go get some food. In a glass. Gave them some love. Put my purse directly onto my arm and went, all right, I will see you later. Goodbye. Locked the house back up for a second time that evening. Got myself back home. As soon as I got home, my day was not done because the next day was my coworkers going away party and I wasn't just going to let them have breakfast pizza from a gas station. So I stayed up and made treats and wrote letters so they could have a special day the next day. Because you love them and they deserve that. That was my Tuesday! Woof. That is a hell of a Tuesday. Isn't that wild? Girl, I thought it was weird that I hadn't heard from you all day. And now it all makes sense. I, I got the gentlest text on Wednesday. The fish are fine. And a picture of my plant. Or no, I guess that would have been Tuesday. That was not, Tuesday, yeah, yeah. not Wednesday. I got a text that said the fish are fine. That was after my engine caught on fire. Yeah. Which you didn't even tell me about until later. No, because you were on vacation. doesn't matter. You're my best friend. I want to know when these things happen to you. So I... But I know that if I would have said anything as I was on my way to take care of your business, you would have been like, oh my gosh, don't worry about it. You just don't even have to do it. Mm, You would have. I wanted my fishies fed. (laughs) (laughs) There we are. That's all I needed, ladies and gents, just to know where the hierarchy uh, dissolved. Uh... You're my best friend. That means that I know your life is falling apart in shambles, but also please make sure you please feed my three fish. Please keep mine intact. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. God, that had so much context for the effort that you went through to sur- not saran wrap, to do tent. the thing, f- to tent my plant. like, yeah. And it worked so amazingly. Like I literally walked in on Saturday when I got home and went, oh God. Are there going to be bugs everywhere? Because I had kind of forgotten that you had done Mm. that because so many days had passed. Yes, yeah. And then I I walked into my kitchen and saw my plant and went, oh, yeah. There were so many dead gnats on top of your refrigerator, by the way. Oh, I know. It looked like soil. I cleaned that before Uh, I left that morning. You're kidding me. No. Jacob, 
When my Woof flight was da. delayed an hour, I cleaned <gasps> that shit. You're kidding me? No, I oh, cleaned hun. that before okay. I left. We need to. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, okay. I know. We're gonna. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, though. It wasn't that bad until Friday. Like, it went from. Oh yeah, like there's a couple like here and there. I always have the little yellow sticky papers, and there would be like maybe five. Yeah. And then. But that's only for the adults. That's not even talking about no, the, the larvae. Yeah. Right. And so that's why on Monday when I woke up and went. They have hatched. <gasps> I couldn't walk into my bathroom without them getting in my hair. Oh my like, goodness. It was disgusting. And yeah, I keep a very much. clean home. People. Yes, you do. I vacuum at least once a day. Like, I keep a very clean home. You vacuum once a day. I know you've got a long-haired boy at home. Right. I have that goddamn cat who sheds all the time i say that goddamn cat. i love that goddamn i know cat. you do babe I, I vacuum and i dust and like i even dust and and clean the top of my fridge because i can see it and it grosses me out if there's dust on it oh, i forget you're taller than i yeah it's so to walk into my kitchen and see exactly what you just described it looked like a soil spill like the day that I'm that's like, oh, nuts, cool. I'm leaving for okay. six days. But it makes sense, like, that your apartment the, finally kicked on the GD heat. Yes. After a month of uh-huh. really cold days, Ugh. they turn on the heat, and all of a sudden, uh, and of course, it's the day that I'm leaving. So, thank you, in the midst of all of that, for taking the time to tent my plant. Because when Heck I got yeah. home. Well, I knew that as soon as you were frustrated enough to tell me that you just wanted to sit it outside to freeze them all to death. And I went, oh, he's so frustrated that he just wants to kill those insects. He's not yep. thinking about his plant. Nope. And I, I know that's not Jacob because Jacob would never want to kill his plant. He's so frustrated. I, love that plant. I know that you do. And I'd never had issues with this plant until those damn mm-hmm. gnats and their larvae started coming up. And all of a sudden I've lost three of the four giant beautiful leaves that i had that also could be the change of the amount of sunlight though wholeheartedly okay it also coincided a little too closely with an infestation that i just can't help but wonder if they were leaching off the nutrients i don't know if that's a thing the internet Um, said it was a thing for those though i think that those actually those gnats thrive off of decay of roots and other debris within your potting soil and those overwatering which right I, which I give that rots, plant so much water and which rots those roots that's why i i kept watering like it was summer i think and Ooh, i didn't take yep. into account like oh no you're going into your dormant it's no phase. longer a growing season mm-hmm. yeah so it, it's i'm entirely responsible and thank you for fixing it because I still haven't untented it because there are so many dead ones on top. Well, and honestly, I mean, like, it's it would love that greenhouse effect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's meant to be a tropical plant. So, I mean, if you wanted to leave it tented, well, as long as Give the, it two more weeks and yeah. my apartment will be 95 again. Oh, I forget that yours gets so hot. Ugh. Get me out of there. Yeah, Jacob, we're working on it. Gosh, I forgot. <laughs> I forget that you freeze until... Until like mid December, and then they turn the heat on, and then it's like literally Dante's Inferno. It was forty degrees, and the whole state of Texas was frozen over last year. Right, and people were dying. People were dying, and I was sitting there in my apartment in shorts and a t-shirt with, with your windows all open. of my windows open, 
and it was 95 degrees. And I called my landlord over and over and over like, hey, our- we're going through rolling brownouts to reduce our, our electricity load. Could you please come over and lower the, the thermostat, the one thermostat for my building? Which houses how many units? Ten. Ten eight, units. Eight or ten. In one big house that has been turned into apartments. Into apartments. That's insane. And That's it was insane. 95. And they went, oh, yeah, sure, we'll totally do that. Because where's the and thermostat? It, it, I don't know. Isn't in the basement? No. I've talked to every single neighbor. I've talked to every single neighbor. Last year when that happened. So it's got to be in a utility I knocked on everybody's door and said, it's 95 degrees in my apartment. And they all opened their doors in shorts and t-shirts and went, (gasps) it's so hot. We don't have the thermostat either. It's somewhere that it's locked away that only the landlord can reach. It's abhorrent to me. How much load electrical load we were consuming in a time when and we need to minimize that as much mm-hmm. as possible anyway so that's why i think the gnats got so horrific was because they did turn that on and then of course last night i was struggling to sleep because it was 52 degrees because they turned the heat off you're oh my word oh, anyway my word. all oh, that my to word. say Thank you so much for in the midst of your day from hell, you still took the time it's just a stressful day. to be considerate and kind and helpful and do a thing that I didn't have time to do myself. Heck yeah. You know, for me, sometimes when I'm feeling so much stress in my life, if I can go and help somebody else and do something for them so that they're less stressed... That almost helps me regulate better. Because mm-hmm. I really don't have too many huge stressors in my life. Mm-hmm. Things that I'm not unused to dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am a person who chooses to be childless. I have a pretty straightforward and doable job. Mm-hmm. I have some other ventures that I can concisely schedule for the most of. part. Right. I don't have a whole lot of stressors, but that day, it just felt like karma was lactose intolerant, and she chose to eat three bowls of cereal that day. And I, and I was at the bottom milk. of that bowl right. of the toilet. So one of the interesting things, I just remembered back to our episode on seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. There's a, a, a large body of research especially recently, that suggests that when you are undergoing a high level of stress that creates symptoms of depression, one of the most effective ways to reduce that, short of some of the things that we've already talked about, like therapy, medication, taking care of yourself, yada, 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 one of the ways to reduce the hopelessness and helplessness that come with depression or seasonal affective disorder is to go out and volunteer and to help other people in whatever way you can. So it makes perfect sense to me that in the midst of that stress, in the midst of that day that was difficulty after difficulty and then crisis, like your car was on fire. (laughs) Let's call it what it is. Girl started vaping and I said, no. No, ma'am. Not today. (laughs) No. When we expend our emotional and physical energy to help someone else 
we not only get the endorphins from, you know, oh, I've done something, I've accomplished something, mm-hmm. but we also get an extra dopamine rush and endorphin rush from the fact that we've helped someone else. We haven't just helped ourselves, right. but we've contributed something to humanity at large. Whether or not you're consciously aware of it is irrelevant, but volunteering, doing something to help somebody else, giving in some way is an incredibly effective way to help combat those symptoms. I wonder if it's not only in the way that you are speaking of it, but also to know that you are lessening somebody else's stress when Mm -hmm. you are feeling it. Mm -hmm. And I think in the broad spectrum of humanity, you give what you get Mm -hmm. is kind of a thing. Right. If you put out good into the world... You can hope and and anticipate receiving good back. Hopefully, you know, for the most part, or if nothing else, Midwestern nice taking over again. You've made the world a better place. You've spread kindness. Mm -hmm. And that brings levity to a world that needs it. Mm -hmm. So that's nice. And that does help. It does. You can almost feel it, too. Like it's a literal chip bag off of your shoulder and i'm talking the good kind that come in the paper brown bag Ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. oh those hefty bags full of chips that hefty, don't have hefty. <laughs> stop all right hey may hey I, it's maybe we take a break i was gonna say we should probably take <laughs> yeah, a break wholeheartedly <laughs> doing your own now I don't know why I've decided that, that is our break sound. Well, but... I love that you try to introduce it on your own because I literally have that sound file saved. I like know. it's it's going to be it. <laughs> it might divulge into some new I hope it does. Yeah, we'll see. So I was just thinking on the break that part of what just happened was I went into science mode and left your experience out of it. And what I mean by that is my brain is like the Robert Frost poem. Two roads diverged in a wood. And for me, one road is empathy. The other road is science. And I don't want you to feel like, and maybe I'm making presumptions here, but when I slipped into science mode and explaining how helping others can help ourselves my intent of sharing that was to offer validation for you that, of course, it helped you feel a little bit less stressed. And of course, you felt a little bit better knowing that you were doing something for someone else. And here's the science why. Because everything I heard for the last however long we've been recording... <laughs> Very long time. ...was so much stress that you had to go through and... So many problems that arose at the same time that you had to quickly solve, which you're deal a master with. of solving problems. Mm, well, deal with. Well, yeah. correct. Okay, deal with. Because you're right. You you your car was on fire and smoking. You're not a mechanic. None you of can't fix I that. Can, yeah, none of none of these things I can <laughs> That's solve. Under your control. But they're all things that I can deal with. Yes. So I want to bring it back to you and your reality and your experience and saying that may also 
mm-hmm. stop you there. You may. And say, I wholeheartedly appreciate. And from what I'm hearing, it sounds like you're trying to apologize to me. I'm not apologizing. There, but, well, it, but it does sound like it. To me, it does. And there's no need for that. And mm. this is why I want to tell you. Oh, and this is me telling you why I find it that there is no apology there need to be had. Because when you busted in, you didn't even bust in. When you started sharing (laughs) that scientific mode, P.S., by the way, I'd ask you to remember. (laughs) That's how I preface our podcast is. I'm here for the jokes. He's got mm. some science and care. And what you were doing in that moment is because, and, and I was right, as soon as you mentioned it, I was right on the top of that saying, yes, that's exactly what I was feeling. And that's why I, I did that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I helped out my other friend. It's because mm-hmm. I was feeling so stressed. You're not bursting my drama bubble. You know, <laughs> you're not breaking into my Kardashian moment. Because I don't have one. I was just sharing. And it's, and honestly, I have been holding on to this story <laughs> since that day. I know. I got a text from you Which, today that said, I have a story for you. And I said, <laughs> I think I'm going to hold on to it for a podcast. And I thought that it was just going to be an intro to an episode. And, <laughs> and here we are. It's its own episode. Honestly, we are so far at this moment. Where are we at? We're nearing it on 58 minutes of this recording. So it's turned into its own podcast. So I need to say thank you uh, Mm. for allowing me what I thought was going to be a quick story. Turned out to not to be. (sighs) May I interject? Again, of course, always, always. I think it's funny that this episode originally had been planned or this I shouldn't say this episode. This recording session had originally been planned to be something different. Yes. And we were going to open with the story of the Wiley day that you had. Correct. I love that word, Wiley. That is a (laughs) Melissa-ism. I had never really heard that word used. I think it's perfect. It's wonderful. It is so perfectly descriptive. Mm -hmm. So this Wiley day that you had. Wholeheartedly. And sitting here with you with our microphones in between us. To me, this is some of the conversations or types of conversations that we have Mm -hmm. that prompted ours. Yeah, Yeah, that's just ours that I think prompted some of this idea of even doing the podcast where we don't have to always have a theme or a topic. Sometimes we can just be best friends together and share that with the people who care to share it with us. And that's exactly why we wanted to get this started. You're very much right with that statement. Mm -hmm. Thank you for reminding me of that. Because I think sometimes I get in my head about it. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I need to produce something for people. But maybe Mm. what we can also do is just have a Jacob and Melissa. And just be ourselves. Un momento, por favor. What? How about this? As much as we ask people to send us emails so that we could have a listener episode, mm-hmm. how very dare we <gasps> ask them for things if we don't if give we... them a Jacob and Melissa episode? That's fair. That's so fair. Why would we ask you to send us your thoughts, your opinions, your f- stories right. if we are not 
equally or more so because we're the hosts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we are. I love this podcast because we do spend so much time thinking about and, and carefully preparing specific subjects and at the same Trying time, to think of something that would bring worth. Would bring connection as well. Yeah. And sometimes maybe that connection is just hearing how somebody dealt with a really shitty day. It was a really difficult day. And even if I had been here, I would have been working. I was working even while I was away. So. And I didn't want to bug you because you were finally on vacation. Not on Tuesday. On Tuesday, it was a work day. But Wednesday. But out of state. God forbid you bother me on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, God forbid the world bother me on any day. That's why this day on this Tuesday felt so you know truly wily. Any day you can bug me. It's never a bother or never a bug. You know, I I thank you for saying that. I had this dear friend that passed away that they actually used to tell me that whenever I would text him just, you know, out of the blue. And I would always say, sorry, I don't mean to bug you. And they would always respond. You never bug me. You're never a bother. Mm-hmm. It's good to be reminded of that, even if you know it subconsciously. But to hear it. Makes it a reminder of truth. Mm-hmm. I have a friend right now who I am thinking of who will sometimes text me or call me. And if I don't respond within a reasonable amount of time, because sometimes <laughs> I put my phone down and forget about it. Yes. I'm busy building my Animal Crossing Island. I'm sorry. Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> but this friend, he he will often follow those up with, Ooh, I'm sorry I bothered you or like the the gif of Andy Andy Bernard saying, oh. I'm sorry I bothered you with my friendship or annoyed you with my friendship, whatever the quote is from the office. I, I just watched it last night. Well done. I'm proud of you. I don't watch much TV, but I know the office. I know. I'm sorry that I, I took my misunderstanding. Sometimes this friend will send me that gif and when I eventually look at my phone again, I, I always go, you're never a bother. Sometimes I just don't look at my phone. It's not about you. It's about me taking time to not be on my phone, to not be connected. And it doesn't mean I love you less, but I don't know where I was going with that. I think it is wholeheartedly good to give space to yourself. And I actually... I threw up my hand real quick you sure did i did <laughs> because you mentioned that because i saw for the first time today when i had texted you that silly video of me trying to remove <laughs> the really gunky pumpkin oh. from my porch it wasn't mine was it, it was it one of my pumpkins no no oh, thank god no it wasn't it was the one that do you remember when we were checking out and she went oh there's this little hole in here Are you okay oh with that? yes and I went, yeah sure that's fine <gasps> that one as soon as i picked it up the skin of the pumpkin moved away from the flesh of the pumpkin what? my fingers went straight into <gasps> the innards it <gasps> was <laughs> it was disgusting thing i've felt in a year 
And let me tell y'all, I get into some weird things sometimes. It was so gross. It was so anyway, I have a, a doorbell cam and the <laughs> and so I found that footage and I sent it to Jacob and I went, should I put this on Patreon? <laughs> I said, yes. So if you want to see and hear yeah. <sighs> Melissa going, oh, God, oh, God, oh, no, what is this? Oh, God. Because <laughs> I remember I remember looking at it and going, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and you said that out loud and you're... <laughs> Look around, because listen, I am a queen, a champ of escape rooms. And so I look around and I go, what do I have? (laughs) Like thinking, what can I scoop this onto so that I do not have to press my phalanges into it? (laughs) Had nothing. Uh, So I just had to, you know, uh, bareback it. Do you want to try that again? Uh, no. I mean, I guess we do have an explicit rating. It's how was that explicit? Unless your mind takes it that way. Huh? Huh? What you got, Jacob? I'm speechless. Correct, Amundo. <laughs> so, any Hoosier, it did not turn out in my favor. Certainly for the scavengers, it turned out for theirs. It did because you put it out for the squirrels to eat. As no, that was the solid one. As I was walking this decaying pumpkin to <laughs> to the bin, <laughs> just I would call them swaths. Oh God! Oh God! And then I had to pry open the can with my elbow, which is very dangerous to do as you have a decaying mush pumpkin in your hands. You try to not move your hands, but your elbow is attached to them. So doing this was a delicate adventure because if you take your opposite hand off of it, all of the weight then goes on to your one hand, which has fingers on it and a decaying pumpkin. You don't want that. It's like... Anyhoosh. That's what I did today. I never want to hear that again. I never want to feel that again. I do want to watch the video of you circling around it like a vulture going, how do I, what do I, how do I, what? Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> the only reason that I knew that I needed to look at it was because I saw some seepage, some like liquid drippage on oh my, my porch step and I went, oh God, this is it. The time is now. May I say, when I first saw that video, I thought I couldn't see that little pumpkin that you were dealing with. I Mm. thought it was the gargantuan 55-pound pumpkin that you were trying to figure out how to deal with. That's certainly a gourd of a type. I thought you were looking at it going, oh, no, this is a 55-pound pumpkin. Of mush? Oh, Lord. I need to move that somehow then. Yeah, because I don't want do that, that day before to happen. It happens. No, luckily it was a much smaller one. Thank, Very much smaller. Thank Gaga. Thank Gaga. House of <laughs> Gucci. What is she now in? I don't. Know. Yeah, House of Gucci. That's yeah. it. I think it is House of Versace. Versailles. <laughs> that was <laughs> no. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's House of Gucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Granny has taken to some say of that you now. listeners will understand. <clears throat> 
Yes, others, that's fine. Search engine it. All right. Correct. Jake, this has been tremendous. And I've truly, diggity dang, 10 whole days without you has been mind blowing. We didn't even FaceTime while I was gone. Well, no, you're on vacation. Oh, can we oh, tell and- the listeners what, the, well, what I thought was the sweetest thing that you were gone while you were gone that you shared with me? Mm-hmm. So he sent me this picture and it was he and bonus mom and daddo, papa. And he sent me this picture of four wine glasses that were full. And he said, my dad filled four wine glasses. There's only three of us. And he said, oh, yeah, one's for Melissa. (laughs) And it made my heart goddamn smile. (laughs) Literally, bonus mom and I were sitting there in the kitchen, like farting around, getting food ready. And dad was pouring wine and just instinctively grabbed a fourth wine glass. And I watched him do it. I was like, dad, what are you doing? And he goes, what? And then he carried all four over to the table (laughs) and set them down. And then bonus mom and I looked at each other like, what? What is he doing? So we walk over and I asked dad, why are there four wine glasses? And he paused in the middle of his sentence because I kind of interrupted him. And he looked and went, oh, well, that one's Melissa's, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even drink wine. I know. Thank you, Papa. It was a really nice wine. I think you would have enjoyed it. It was a blush. I don't know if you like those or not. I don't care for them. It was. It was great. It was great. Oh my gosh, that was that truly. We had dinner. Made me smile. And there was a fourth chair that your glass of wine sat at while we had dinner. And then once tell me somebody drank it. I'm getting there. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so we cleared away the, the, the food after we were done eating and then played Nerds. Hell yes! The game that you taught me. The game that my dad apparently... <sighs> it's tradition. Used to play with his parents all the time. And yeah. I unknowingly referenced in the previous episode. the. So dad and I split that glass of wine. Because oh. you weren't there to drink it. So somebody had to. And then we also poured out a... A shot of bourbon for you as well. That's sweet. Also, because we really love you. Papa, I do not like bourbon. Get yourself some really nice Canadian whiskey or Irish. That would be nice. You don't like wine. You don't like whiskey. Listen, or I mean bourbon. You do like whiskey. I do like whiskey. I do not like bourbon. I do like some wines. I think this one bourbon that dad had, I think you would have liked it. You said it was like class of the class of the class of the class. Yeah, in like a Chardonnay cask. It was delightful. So do they still char it like a bourbon barrel? I believe so. I think that that's what makes it bourbon. But the Chardonnay touch took out the smoky bitiness of the bourbon. Do you remember when we went on all of those adventures, Mm -hmm. uh, tours? Yeah. Isn't it like a bourbon barrel must be made of oak? Correct. And it must be charred. Correct. So how does a bourbon, is it first fermented in its own barrel and then moved into that Chardonnay cask? Oh, that's a good question. My assumption was it was a Chardonnay cask originally, which was then charred and used for bourbon, but it could have been vice versa. It could have been a bourbon cask that was then moved into a Chardonnay. 
I don't know. That's the only way that it makes sense because elsewise, I mean, if a Chardonnay cask is not made of oak, because remember hearing that like that's, I do, yes. that's those are like the two thing. tokens Char of bourbon. And oak. Char and American oak. bourbon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I do not like bourbon. You would have liked this one. It did not have that bitey, smoky flavor that You're... you don't like about okay. bourbon. Yeah, truth be told. I will pay Give me that smooth, the $150 to buy a bottle of this just to have you take a sip of it. You know what? Save that $150 that you can No, use because it. I want it. I want that oh. bourbon. <laughs> we're, trying to buy, we're trying to buy you a house. Uh, I know. Damn it. We can be frugal. Can I budget that? No, honey. Okay, fine. No, we can't. <laughs> All right. We have talked and joked and laughed Man, and cried. Man, this has been so much fun. Like, this is literally a best friendhood episode. Yeah, just us talking and being us. Be your best friends! Without an intentional topic. I love you. I love you. Gosh darn. This was really neat. This was. I think maybe we should do this, like, once in a while. Yeah, like, so, we'll give you the content that you want of, like, the topic and the... <laughs> the content that blah, we think blah, that blah, you blah, want. Because we haven't got really much response yet. No, we really haven't. I mean, besides listenership, which we adore. Which is wonderful. And yeah. thank you. So is it okay if I continue? Yes, please sure. do. Sorry. Thanks. No, by no means sorry. There was just a pause and I was thinking what we should tell people is like. What should we tell them? We love having this best friendhood. Mm-hmm. And I think as much as we ask you all to send us in some stories, which we would still wholeheartedly and most definitely enjoy and use as long as you are okay with it mm-hmm. by giving us permission in your email mm-hmm. to either just read your email or read your email with your name or if not that's fine too we can just read it ourselves at bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com we ask you guys that all the time and something that Jake and I outside we're thinking about is like well, we didn't, we haven't, besides our first two episodes, mm-hmm. really given you more Jake and Melissa. Right. Everything has been pods. a little bit more structured. So how could we ask for a listener episode if we don't give them a host episode? Exactly. So thank you for your time and listening of this one. I thought it was just going to be an introductory story. And boy, howdy, did I <laughs> misjudge And you know what? That's what our friendship is. I love that. Sometimes I think I've got just a little bitty thing to tell you when I get there. And then it turns into a whole conversation just like this did. And that is best friendhood. Well, isn't that also life? Yes, absolutely. What you find little really does mean so big. Mm -hmm. Can. Can, indeed. So if you really care, I shouldn't say that. If you really enjoy this podcast sometimes often podcast hosts will ask that you rate review and subscribe and we're going to ask for that as well but more importantly i think word of mouth if you know someone who might enjoy this i would just ask that maybe you tell them about it and let that be that that'd be really neat you can also find us on instagram twitter and patreon at bfh pod we're available to be heard on apple soundcloud stitcher 
and coming so very soon, Spotify, because we have heard your cries for Spotify. And also, we had some really very kind monetary donation to help us get that platform rolling. We've had some incredibly supportive people to help us get through to Spotify, and we thank you. Oh, yes! So, dear friends. Also, our art was beautifully and creatively done by Jennifer Bate, our sweet, sweet friend. That's a sweet, sweet Jennifer Bate. Oh, that girl be talented. Check her out if you need anything done. One of us will edit this. Correct. We both produce this. What do you mean by that? What does it mean to produce something? Isn't that just like a money backer? Am I wrong? No, but I mean, we do. We also <laughs> produce the ideas. We produce the content. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're getting into semantics here, I think. But Jacob. Melissa. May I tell you something that I do really want to say? Mm-hmm. To our listeners, dear hearts, remember that you are loved. And you are so worthy of being loved. We're going to catch you next week. Thanks for being with us. Love Love you. you, Bye. bye. Uh, That's how I end it. (laughs)